Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. technology recording device you have now walked into every music journalist or journalist's nightmare you do the interview on phone and then you go to play it back this is back when they had tape recorders kids look it up (laughs) and you'd go oh fuck me it didn't record it's the worst of that was to make a connection back to our obsession Uh with Uh pet shop boys when I did a transatlantic call with our boyfriend and baby daddy for the babies, neither one of us are not (laughs) having anymore, Neil Tennant. And so I had to then go, oh, shit, not only did I not record this, but I didn't record it for someone who's six hours ahead of me. No, even worse. I was hanging with a friend of mine who's a a magazine editor, and she had just Wait, come from doing. Wait, people who magazine it. There's still yeah, magazines. Believe, believe it or not, and um, <laughs> she had her tape recorder. She had just come from the interview, right. and then I was I was in L.A. She came to pick me up someplace, and we went to eat. And her recorder in the purse hit and started recording over her interview. So she starts <laughs> going home to transcribe. And soon she starts transcribing. <laughs> we were talking and about Larry. You. Wait, we were talking about Larry, wait, but, but here's the, here's the first part. We were talking about Larry Blackman and Cameo, and the tape starts playing, and she's starting to transcribe, and next thing you know, she says, all of a sudden, my voice comes in and says, well, you know, the con piece was Gautier. <laughs> she was like, oh, my God. No, I didn't I mean, well, it, to his credit. FYI, it's us. I'm going to let you finish. We're back, kids. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. We're just, like, so desperate. We are recording on I mean, this, the old phones. Miss Bing, this show is so Jimmy. Can, <laughs> you know, we can't even. Honey. Remember how we were a couple, couple months ago kind of going, come on down to Chinatown. Everybody, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Now, we are in, okay, I am on self-quarantine. Right. Um, because I, well, let's face it, I don't want to see anybody anyway. But I am on self-quarantine because, and I feel fine, but I was inadvertently possibly exposed to it. So because I am a good citizen and I believe I'm flattening curves, even though I am a curvy girl, I want to flatten those curves. Um I'm staying home. And luckily for us in New York, it has been shitty for the last three days, so I don't feel the, the need. It is so completely shitty. FYI. And cold. I'm a le- cold. Hold on. Let me do this intro for us. Let, let oh, me let do, do this. Intro. Do <laughs> intro. Yes, yes, yes. So listen, kids. This show is put together with sticks, telephones, bad mics. So, yeah, we might sound like shit, but we're going to bring it to you anyway because fuck and it. You guys what? missed we us. Like we miss you. And 
stop talking at the okay. same time. <laughs> and well, the show is called I'm gonna let you finish. Yes, but you gotta let me finish. I know, <laughs> but like, I can't see you. You still won't stop and won't let me finish. <laughs> it's like let me finish. Okay, see, this is how excited, <laughs> girl. This is how excited <laughs> we are to bring you this show because we've been trying to figure out ways to do it. You know, we record in a great studio. We miss our guys. By the way, we're brought to you in partnership with Listening Party Presents. Shout out to Peter and Ryan and all of the yeah. other shows. Uh, you know, we're, you we all are, miss you yeah. so much, right? Hope you so, guys are doing well. Yeah, hope we hope everybody's doing great. well. All of our, our pals down at Canal Street Market, you know, nobody could have predicted Robert this. Robert Smith. Yeah, Where's Robert Smith. I'm Robert worried Smith. about Robert Smith. Robert Smith. Not the Robert Smith. Our Robert Smith. You know, so we're we're coming to you over the phone. So forgive us if we don't sound whatever, but we're still the same of us. So we're uh distancing. Like, and listen, so follow us on our Facebook page, too, and I'm going to let you finish because we're there a lot of times, lots of discussions going on. We're posting every day. We talk. We're back and forth. It's Facebook. I'm going to let you finish. We're still on Instagram, and I'm going to let you finish NY. We're still on Twitter at Finish Ima, and we're commenting. We're trying to stay really active and be our witty, crazy self. So our girl Amy is self-quarantining because she's on the yeah. board of her building, and people in her building decided to be, um, you know, taking part in our good girlfriend Rona's uh, spring tour. Well, that's not why. I mean, they didn't target me. Though I did find out, and I want to—I did find out that okay. So another woman, we were at this person's apartment. And, you know, I am probably being abundantly cautious, but I, like I said, if I were that person who knew somebody and I wasn't being abundantly cautious, I'd be pissed. But it turns out that this person, I saw them in the lobby like about 10 days ago wearing a mask and gloves, and it turns out he had it and he knew it. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So I'm just, that's all I got to say about that. Right, right, but I'm right. just, I'm being abundantly, I am being abundantly cautious and I have Listen, been. Listen, it's smart. You should be abundantly cautious, right? It's like, it's not a game, <laughs> you know? It's, it's not a game. So clearly not a game. You know, the beginning when, you know, listen, both of you and me not absolutely took us seriously from the beginning. So, the, you know, we're saying these yes. little jokes because it's like, sometimes you have to laugh and find humor in. It's gallows. Really. It's gallows. Yeah. Yeah. And really sort of. Scary situations, right? But I don't want everybody to live in fear. We want people to be smart and to be yes. safe. Think about yourself. Think about your neighbors. Think about your friends. Check on your friends. Check on your strong friend. Everybody always thinks that the strong friend doesn't need people to check on them. Check on them like they check on you, you know? And, yeah, and no, I've been getting... for sure. No, I've been having a lot of that. I've had I've had people reaching out from all over. I've had people, you know, then you've had the ones reaching out. You know, I've always liked you. I'm like, we're not dying. Don't come to me with the I've always liked you. I don't know why we didn't go out bullshit. I'm like, look, send dick pics. And that's it. Yeah, I mean, you just have to be – I mean, I was cautious before we've all been, but it starts to re make you realize, you know, I love Trader Joe's, but I really don't need the dill pickle popcorn. Really? Oh, but let me just tell you so my latest obsession so is good, dill chips. I've been Oh those when, are good. No, those oh are my good. god, yeah. dill potato and the Charles dill no. potato chips, they're so good. No, no, no. Good. Everything. I mean I have cravings for food, I didn't even But suddenly I'm like, I have pizza dough. I wanna make pizza. I have never had the I mean, never, never remotely had 
my son Lucian gets a package here the other day, and it's chickpea pasta. I'm like, Jessica said it's really what? good. Is it? No, he said it's true. I don't know. I haven't had it yet. He told me. See, I've been eating my whole grain pasta. Yeah. Uh, chick- I would try. I would try chickpea chickpea pasta. I, I would try that. I love a chickpea. Uh, I love a chickpea, and I will be eating a lot of them. <laughs> I will say one thing that is kind of sort of a bummer about this. Now, I'm lucky I have an outdoor space so I can go outside and just kind of get air. But the thing that yes. is kind of a bummer is my son came over yesterday, and he's also being really good about this. And it was sort of like, I haven't hugged my kid in three weeks, which is really wow. I have a friend of mine who just told me she hasn't kissed her husband in 18 days. I haven't kissed her husband in 18 days. <laughs> you know, she was like, you know, because they had both been working, oh, so awful. they're, like, quarantining in different parts of the house, and she was like, oh, God. I haven't kissed him in, like, 18 days. Yeah, no, I – so that's kind of the part where you sit there and you're like, uh, but my neighbors are – my neighbors who are very nice, they have this really cute dog who I liked before, but I was – and I have cats, but cats don't give you the same thing. And I'm, I said, could you send the dog over to, so I can play with the dog? And so they said right, that, the cats you know, are the definitely on their own. Yeah. No, but it's actually been nicer. The cats have been a lot nicer. But do you mm. know the animal shelters are? They always have problems getting people to adopt animals. And I've read that all animal shelters are like it's like toilet paper in Target. They're clear. Yeah, they've kind of been cleared. People have, but you know, you have a lot of people who care for animals, and they were like, we don't want them to be alone in the shelters. And they were saying that people have kind of cleared out a bunch of the shelters, yeah, which is yeah. a good thing, right? But what I, what we I don't want is when this is over, then everybody to rush they back and shove them all back in, yeah, like and being like the novelty is over, you know? Right. The, like the bunny for Easter. You know, right. like, I don't want to, I think they're doing, I think a lot of people are getting pets so they have an excuse to leave the house. Mm. I have to leave the house. I have to walk my, no, but pets are very comforting. Pets and, and food and everything. All right. But, you know, no. And Law and Order. I've been watching a lot of Law and Order. Well, what else? That's a normal Tuesday for you, isn't it? I mean, but <laughs> yeah. they, you and I hate the fact when they play. The, the Law and Order, anything post Elliot Stabler and SBA, Yeah, you know, not, that's where it, it doesn't well, count. I can go a little bit into the Danny years. I can bit. I can do the Danny year. But when we start getting behind that and then we have Carisi and all of that shit, I really don't care. And Kelly and oh, Amanda and all her that? issues. Um, I, I had a love I had a love hate with Danny. I didn't yeah. think he was the right guy. I thought that they should have gotten like a like a, a New York Latin dude to be no. one of the cops, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and yeah. give me that energy. That would have been really, really, really great. But yeah, like to me, he was very like Miami, and I wasn't into. No, it. no, I, oh that Danny. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about when Mariska Hargitay left for a little bit, and they had that like Danish actress come in. Oh. I love Connie Nielsen. Well, yeah, that was because Mariska had a baby. <laughs> right, was, but I didn't like her. I, didn't I like liked her. I didn't, yeah, I didn't I like her because he was kind of like giving you like a very third-rate Jimmy Smith fucked up Latin <laughs> thing. I could, did, I could deal with him. I could deal with him because there third was Third-rate Jimmy first. Smith. <laughs> I was the first. I can't think of it. And who's second-rate Jimmy Smith? Uh, Jimmy Smith's right now. <laughs> That's so shit. You know what is interesting about the Law and Order? About if you watch the, uh, the okay, so if you watch the original Law and Order from the very mm-hmm. beginning, Captain Cragen literally talked differently than he does on SEU. He was real like snarking and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On he was, the original Law and Order, and yeah. now with SEU, he's thoughtful and it's like no. 
But when you watch the original <laughs> Law and Order, I mean, even the way they so wrote, racist. like, the, the, oh, my God. That's so we racist. talked about this a lot. The way like they term, wrote the black term. characters and the it's Latino characters and the caricatures that they did with the Asian characters. Oh, I saw I one the other day, and the guy, it was the one where um, the, the beginning of the episode starts with the Asian delivery man comes into the Asian restaurant to get the cops because the person upstairs wasn't there to pay. And the way they had him talking and acting, I was like, if somebody put this on a show today right now, people would be outraged and then the way they spoke to like the black characters and the criminals oh, in those every, first every three Puerto seasons. Every character lived with their abuela. Like nobody <laughs> had their own apartment. They were telling like the abuela who had like the Jesus candles and our lady Is Every single one of them is in the project and everything was like the abuela. I did not know he had a gun. I know it was so Horrible. He had a gun, and all the white kids were either prep school kids right. or, like, children of Westies. <laughs> so, oh. what, do, what do you think? First of all, what do you think of the way your president is handling this and your yeah, favorite whatever. guy, I, you know, our, our governor, Suge Knight? Governor, hey, that's my tagline. Okay. <laughs> I think... You know what, honestly, and I'm not saying this to be, like, dismissive. I think at this point, saying that Donald Trump has been a soulless, craven fuckwad is like saying today is Sunday. Right. It's, it, it's, it's every low expectation that we had of him. I mean, I will not be surprised that he is going to rebrand this somehow as the tri-state virus and make it like we brought it in because suddenly he's all concerned that Florida, where their fucking asshole governor wouldn't shut the beaches, but Florida, which is a Republican and a swing state, suddenly he's all concerned that the dirty New Yorkers, the wealthy New Yorkers, just put Jew in there. It would save so much time if you just said that, are going down to Florida, and they're making him sick, so they wanted to shut us down. Well, you know, his so, Mar-a-Lago was affected, so, you know, that's everything. With bedbugs, too. And what I, what I keep telling everybody is when, just like he was trying to say, I'm going to open the country back. And that's what, guys, this whole show is not going to be totally Corona, but we have to fucking talk about this shit. Yes, um, no, of course. It's, it's, um, you know, when the decisions are being made are about corporations and finances, then human beings become the disposable commodity, right? Oh, so of course. we're watching that let's rush and get the country open and these guys patting themselves on the back. And I'm like, uh, we're in the middle of this. There are still medical professionals screaming. on. I saw nurses crying because they're scared for their health because they have one mask that they've been using for an entire week. They're supposed to be for well, one use only. Well, and the other thing that's really, and so we know this, but people pointed out, this is a president who thinks out loud. So, it's like we're hearing the voice. And by saying, you and mean just talk out loud? He's not saying. I'm just saying, he's like riffing. He's just like riffing and, oh, what do you think? So, and then he riffs. And then the actual grown ups in the room, such as they are, come in and go, no, you can't do that. And then he gets to turn around and make it sound like my people are taking strong action. By the way, I think someone has 
kidnapped Dr. Deborah Burks because first off, she blinks all the time when she's on stage. I think she's sending out Morse code. I really do. And I think the positioning of her scarf is like an uh-huh. indication, like flags, you know, like semaphores. But also, right. she's suddenly going on about how he's a genius at at data and how he, he can integrate data. So we have to just save Anthony Fauci because Anthony Fauci is our only lifeline to reality. And right. not for nothing, why every time they have an event are these motherfuckers, except for Fauci, standing so close to each other that uh, sharing pens, standing close to each other. I mean, Courtney, I know men like to lie about inches, but that's not six feet. Now, there's a couple of things that really upset me. Like, when they signed the bill, he didn't invite any of the Democrats. This was a bipartisan bill, and you're still playing politics. You always scream it's not time for politics, but you're playing it at the highest level, you know? And it's really, it's just, this response has been disgusting. Like, you cannot ignore the fact that in the first weeks of this, when you should have been on it, this motherfucker was like, it's a hoax. It's a hoax. It's the Democrats. They just don't want to lose the election. They want to ruin my election. And Donald Trump Jr. was on Fox TV saying the Democrats want 2 million people to die so that my father will lose the election. It's a hoax. It's That's a hoax. That's it's going to happen. Yay. I don't know if he's going to lose the election. I've been telling no, you from the beginning that I think no, he's I not going to lose. the election. The dying. No. Oh, yeah. The dying That's part. the – it's, you know, like, listen – I, you know, there's already been a bunch of people around, and I want to, you know, send a shout out to Nisham Wood, Wooden's family because I you know someone Nisham, I know died yesterday. Yeah, that's the thing. Nisham was a New York nightlife legend, and you know, a lot of the stories I've been reading, they've reduced him to being Mona Foot, and Nisham has was not Mona Foot for a gazillion years. You know what I mean? He was part of the ones, yeah. a, a great nighttime group collective. He was the manager and longtime bartender and manager of the cop for a gazillion years and everybody loved Nisham. You know? So yeah. it's like you see all of this and like you just said, somebody you know dies. This shit is real. It's touching people. Yeah. And it's really scary because at first it was stories on T V. And now yeah. in my life it's all, it's once removed from my circle in a lot of places, which makes me scared because if it's once removed, you know what I mean? How long before it is somebody who's directly in my life? Well, I think the problem is, is and I mean, as you know, we talked about it. a month ago, I, I was supposed to go on vacation in April. A month ago to appease my parents, I said, I will go to my doctor and I will say, what do you think? And my doctor, who's no bullshit, said, you know what, take precaution, be over here, here's some masks, just take precaution, take precaution. And within 10 days, the country that I was going to go to shut its borders. So, so much for that. I just, the thing is, and I live near Brooklyn Hospital, which is a, a huge epicenter now, then, and it's frightening. You hear, you hear ambulances, you, you know, you, and you know, I know in my mind, that yes, eighty percent of the people who get this are going to be health are going to be okay. But it's just that thing where you're like, what was the underlying condition? It's like back in the day with HIV, you'd sit there and you'd read the obituary, going, oh, were they gay? Oh, okay, I'm off the hook. Were they a drug addict? Oh, okay, I'm off the hook. It's uh, oh, yeah. See, that shit was different for me back in the day. Like I, you know, I lived through that shit back in the day. It used to be. Friends of mine were going to the hospital. Friends of mine would be going to the hospital on Friday. We'd be like, okay, we're going to see them on Monday, but they were dead by Monday. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. and that's what's happening with this. You notice people are getting falling ill, and there's like that, like to see these guys patting themselves on the back, and Trump 
all of the shit with the ventilators. Like, well, I don't know if they need that many. It's like, get the people what they need. I see the medical professionals on TV every day saying, we don't have what we need. It's Did really crazy. Him? Did you hear him say now he's saying that New York got them, but they lost them? Because, you know. I'm sorry, what? Machine. No, well, I don't even. He said that. Oh, we sent them to New York, but New York misplaced them. They don't know where they are. They're somewhere, like in a, you know, in a warehouse somewhere. It's like, sir, we're in the. Yeah, there's no lost anything right now. There's nothing yeah, there's lost. Lost nothing. All right, I want to talk. Let's talk about Governor Shugnight. Okay. All right. So I have to. We're talking about Andrew Cuomo now. I have to explain why I call him Governor Shugnight, and I called mm-hmm. him Governor Shugnight before because. All right, here's, all right, I have to backtrack. Many, many years ago, when the marathon, the Boston Marathon bombing, remember that? Yeah. Okay, so I hate the city of Boston. I really do. On a daily basis, I fucking hate Boston, partially because I'm a New Yorker in sports, and you can relate. Okay. So the Boston Yes, but marathon, we love our listeners in Boston. We love you guys. But I'm not the well, biggest fan okay. of Boston either, but, you know, no. we do have people yeah, who listen you know from there. <laughs> okay, well, whatever. I, I'm sorry that they have to live in Boston, but I'm glad they live listen to us okay so the boston marathon happens it's obviously a horrible thing it's obviously tragic blah 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 and it happened right around playoff season basketball playoff season and it was awful and it's awful yay boston strong oh this is terrible and i remember at one point lucian i guess he was like in high school turns to me and goes okay i know this is going to sound really insensitive but when can we start hating boston again because the playoffs are about to start and i went I think it's been three weeks. We can go back to hating him now. All right. So that's how I feel about Andrew Cuomo. He is doing a phenomenal job right now. Yeah. And I call him Governor Shook Knight because he's a thug. He's a brawler. He always has been. Always has Um, been. He's kind of dirty. He's kind of arrogant. He drove. Oh, no. He's an asshole. (laughs) He's an asshole. Let's put it this. He's an asshole. Um, he's sort of like he didn't have any of the good qualities of Mario, the sainted Mario, oh, who I loved. Um, mm. Blah, 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 blah. So he's always been a dick. He's always been like anti-progressive politics in a lot of ways. Now he is doing a phenomenal job. Of course, when compared to Trump and de Blasio, my cat would be doing a phenomenal job. But oh, he is amazing. And it's, yeah. And it's great. I feel I actually had a moment where I was. Did you see that photo of de Blasio supposedly helping them put boxes of, of equipment on oh, the truck? Yeah. And, he, he's, and he's like oh, you know one box. And so, so. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to need you to actually look like you're helping and not like oh, the cameras in here. Don't even get me started. So the good thing is, is that Cuomo, in many ways, along with rising to the occasion, is driven by his hatred of de Blasio and Trump. So that's a good <laughs> he thing. can't he stand Bill de Blasio. No, and vice yeah, versa. Yeah. No, they hate each other. <laughs> and which is a good thing in terms of motivation. We'll take our motivation. But Cuomo also is responsible for a lot of cutbacks. And so when I, everybody now is, oh, my God, Andrew Cuomo, he's your president. Oh, my God, he's amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's they forget all the other up. shit. No, it's yeah, the Giuliani effect. Remember, everybody's like, 9-11 is like, Giuliani yeah. was the mayor of the world. I'm like, yeah, but guess what? On September 10th, we hated him. Yeah, he was. No, we hated him. And September 10th, Giuliani was an impotent wife cheating racist. Cuomo yep. was not that bad. 
by any stretch. No, but he's like he does dumb shit like. You know, he ran the the the, the new MTA chief who was really doing shit well, and because the credit shit, he ran him out of there. He like he has this shit with him. I like him, but he's got a lot of shit with him, and he has stepped up in the leadership way that makes you look at him and say, okay, well, at least I I believe the shit that's coming out of your mouth. No, 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 for sure. And I think he's great, and I love the charts and graphs, and I love the slogans, and I love the stuff that he's talking about the the mental toll of this that this is very damaging in a lot of ways. But let's remember, none of us voted for him for the three times he's run for governor. I didn't vote for him. I voted for the opposition. I voted for fucking Cynthia Nixon, okay? Give me a break. Nobody is less qualified to be governor than Cynthia Nixon, and she was my favorite character on Sex and the City. But the point is that and so let's just, we have to, there will be a time when we are through this, and things come back to normal, we can go back to say, Andrew Cuomo's a dick. But right, right. now, we need a dick. Oh, we need a dick. Oh, there's oh. a segue for you. <laughs> can I just say, send dick pics. <laughs> send dick pics. Send something. Send me something. I'll take either a dick pic or a pizza. I'm not picky. <laughs> what if we come to us? What if they, maybe we can combine the two? Oh, oh, right. A dick pizza. Somebody send a me a dick pizza. pizza. Well, wait a minute. Isn't that always one of the, the, the stereotypes of the porn film? It's like, wah, wah, wah. Well, those are the old 70s ones. It was like the delivery guy and all of that. Yeah, yeah. Now, they, honey, none of the porn has stories anymore. Now it's high. Kai, stick it in. <laughs> right, but also, and then delivery guys, they, it's contactless. You get nothing. <laughs> what do you feel? Let me ask you this. So anyway, Andrew Cuomo, Governor Schrick, what do you feel, and I'm being very serious, I'm not a big takeout girl. I've always been like I go to the mm-hmm. store or whatever. What do you feel about this whole idea? All right, so basically essential services are being kept open. So doormen, nurses and doctors, obviously, uh, MTA workers, obviously, and grocery store clerks, right? Restaurants right. have been closed. Bar- so there is now this whole underclass, which there always has been, but now it's even more noticeable. When you go to a 365 or a Trader Joe's, everyone who's working there is uh, black and brown. Black. Well, not so much at Trader Joe's, but definitely at Whole Foods. And you're like, okay, they're earning minimum wage. I know at Trader Joe's they get health benefits and they get treated a lot better. But it's kind of weird. It's like, all right, do I deli- have the food deliver and put them in danger? or do I And let's just start by saying the truth, that a lot of these people you're seeing are also the, in- the immigrants that have been denigrated by this, oh, uh, by this administration, doing that work. Going in when I was in the market, all of the people I saw who were shopping, doing the shopping for, like, Instacart and all of those deliveries, right. walking around with black and brown people, you know, and oh, and, and, sure. and, and, and you know, here's the fucked up part of this. You realize just how much it's a great equalizer because those people don't have any money. But then you look at the top. There are people I know who live in fabulous apartments who are always dressed to the nines and wearing high-end shoes and shit. And they're like, I don't have my rent for April 1st. So it just lets you yeah. see what I think this whole thing showed you is just how much Everybody needs to stop looking at Instagram and all of this shit and being jealous of all of these people's well, lives. Except for, except for our Instagram. Well, our yeah, but but no, I'm making a serious point. It, it, oh, sorry. It is really showing how, yeah, 
people are showing you their fabulous life, but they ain't got no money. People don't have enough savings to pay the next month's rent without their right. job. There's no bank account. There's no, look, the Cheesecake Factory has been the Cheesecake Factory for a gazillion years, and they're like, we're not paying rent on our stores on April 1st. It's like you couldn't get to one month when with service stopped. You see what I'm saying? No one has any money. No one has, like very few people have enough savings to say, I can pay April's rent and bills. What's going to happen if this goes to May? Because if people are falling apart, and yeah, I think watching some of these store restaurants and bars be open, to me, I worry about them because no one has frozen rent or mortgages. No, no in bars the city. open. No bars. Well, no, some bars are open because the bars really? they lifted. They lifted a the 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 ban of being able to sell takeout liquor. So if you can oh, do it, okay. you can people can order drinks from you and you can do take really? out liquor. Wow. Yes. Just because wow. of this, because they know. Rents in all parts of this country are crazy, but the the retail and commercial rents in New York were already driving so many people out. And right. I, I just we're think there's some yeah, yeah. I think there's so many businesses that absolutely won't be able to recover. So Say you don't pay your rent for three months. All right, there's a moratorium on evictions. So you open back up, let's say, June. How do you make up owing April, May, and well, especially, June especially rent? food and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, you know what yeah. I mean? I mean, the thing is, it's really kind of, it's just driving home this, that we always knew it, but it's just showing it in stark circumstances the, the divide there are a lot of people who can't literally afford to work at home what if you don't have nope. a job where you work like what i have three jobs uh, uh one of them was just a contract thing and i will continue to get paid because i had signed the contract and i'm good for i'll Which get my weekly money well yeah i mean yeah i mean i still have to be working the other two are teaching yeah but still it's something coming in you know right but yeah but i'm saying the other two are teaching and but the the other one, the last one, I work for the DOE, Department of Education, but I'm not a full time employee. I'm a contracted worker, so right. I'm out four months worth of money. Right. That's it. I can't and I can't file for unemployment. I can't. You can't file for unemployment when you're a college professor and you work the school year. Teachers are not allowed to file for unemployment on the time I, that they're I had off. no idea. Are you kidding? No, I'm dead serious. Once your contract, my contracts was like CUNY, right? Right. The City University of New York. So I sign. I have a contract. It starts when the school year starts, which is like August, and then mm -hmm. it ends in December, right? And then we have a mm -hmm. month and a half off. I can't file for that month and a half because they know I'm coming back. So in the summer, even if they said, you're coming back, it's guaranteed, here's your office, I cannot file for unemployment. Wow. And, you know, listen, I was supposed to commit – I was commissioning – Two videos that was going to put great money in my pocket. Those are gone, you know, gone, gone. Yeah. Don't know. If and don't know. Back. Don't know if it's going to come back, right? So it's like right. it definitely most of my friends. Listen, I know a couple of people who still work directly for companies who are being paid. The majority of my, my friends son. who are like publicists or different things and outside right. of companies and have their contracts are definitely sitting back looking, saying, "My money right now has stopped." And I know I know right. some people who have savings who are like, you know, they're thugging through it, you know, and then I have other friends who are just kind of like, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what's what, what I'm paying, what I'm not paying, what am I going to, you know, this is a full survival mode 
for right. everyone and the great equalizer. So what I want to say to everybody listening is stop looking on Instagram and being like, wow, look at their life. Their life is so great. Because a lot of those motherfuckers right now are sitting there trying to figure out what am I going to do on Wednesday, April 1st. Yeah, they got all oh, their I shoes and all of that shit. But what they don't have is the money for the rent for that apartment that you see pictures yeah. of all of the time. Well, no shoes and bags ain't going to do it. Well, that's the stupidity of social media anyway, because you're getting your cues from anyone on social media, you know. I mean, but it's, no, it's just a very frightening thing. And the whole stupidity of, you know, the economy, the economy, I'm, I'm not saying the economy is stupid. Obviously, that's very serious, and that's all that's motivating Trump. But if New York City is not functioning, then there is no economy. Full stop. Right. We are right. New York City, California, Chicago, you know, we are the economy. The literal stock and the stock market is not a gauge of the fucking economy. It's a gauge of the stock market. You know, the gauge of the economy is people's wages. And so, uh, I'm looking outside. Look. Hi. There's no one on the street. <sighs> anyway, and it's going to be very interesting in terms of how is the industry going to change. You see all these ads on TV now where everybody's like, we at Ford Motor Company know that it's hard for you to be indoors. What? Everybody's changed their advertising. Uh, yeah, there's been a lot of, yeah. We love our food. Now you can get it delivered. Who gets Denny's delivered? I'm sure there's somebody. Listen, I the thing for me sure. about all of that, I don't care what the company is. If that means keeping some people employed who true. need that check, then I'm down for no, it. No, true. Because no, it's the true. rest of our people, you think about all of your favorite waiters and bartenders when you go out in your little spot. They're the ones you who are such really a better life than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't have like a guy in the corner. Yeah, but you know what? I worry for him, too. You know what I mean? Because if no one's going outside to get his falafel and his coffee, he still has his overhead. He probably has his family. Oh. You know what's really fucking sad? Thin weed, people. If you love our show. Send a joint. Courtney needs, <laughs> Courtney needs weed. Oh, I ran out God. last week. It's a sad story. It's a you sad, know, I, sad I actually story. saw something really, really, I mean, not to get all heavy and deep and weird about it, but I saw something that was posted somewhere in The Guardian or something like that. So, for obvious reasons, they cannot have NA and AA meetings now because it's a gathering. Oh, of wow. People. Are they so doing them virtually, to, like Zoom or something? virtual, but that's assuming that, you know, sometimes if you're a fuck, you know, if you've got yeah, I yeah, have yeah, students yeah. who live in shelters. I have students. Where are you supposed to get that free Internet access? Every right. place where you get it is closed, right? That's you can't true. go to Starbucks, you know? That's true. So all of a sudden you have people who are under inordinate amount of stress. Wow. You know? I didn't even think and about that. Who have substance abuse problems. I mean, i got to say, I'm knocking. I'm trying to find some wood to knock on. Hold on. Here, I just knocked on some wood. I can't believe that people I know haven't fallen off the wagon. I mean, you're... I didn't even think about how those people would be affected. You know what? It's so crazy that you would say that. It didn't even dawn on me that with everything shutting down, because I know someone who goes to a meeting, you know, he's been sober now for 15 years, and he goes to a meeting every morning. Like, his routine is get up very early. He goes to the gym. He has a meeting that happens at, like, 6 a.m. in the morning. You know what I mean? He has his meeting... Every day. 
that's the person you need to you need to check in on everybody, but that's the person you really right. need to check in on because right. these, this is somebody who is dealing with it's not like a doctor's appointment it's not like obviously if you're going through dialysis you go to your doctor they're not saying you can't do that if you're going through something but this is something for real for real you're isolated you're scared you're being to use a word i cannot stand triggered right and left listen yesterday when i found out about this woman dying and it's just i'll tell you who it is later but yeah i was just like shaking Shaking, and she's not even someone I knew super well, but I've met her a couple times. No, but, but that's the thing. It's, yeah, I could put the face. Suddenly, I was like, "You're like I've had a conversation with this person. You know right. what I mean? I've seen it this person. They're not on TV. They're not right. in the newspaper. Right. I knew right. this person. Right. That's how I feel about Nishan. It was like, yeah, Nishan and I weren't friends, but Nishan and I saw each other." For 30 years, you know what I mean? We're both wow. New York yeah. boys. And, you know, he would always, life. and, you know, I was introduced to him through our friend Bill a couple of times. Because, you know, he was part of the ones and Bill worked with the ones. And when I would right. see him and I would come to the bar and the bar could be crowded, he would see my face and acknowledge me and say, what do you want to drink? It was like that, that, that thing of old school New Yorkers. It's that thing about being yes. black gay men in this city. It's that thing of surviving so much shit and still being there and seeing each other. So, you know, it was like, it kind of hit me. That one hit me like a punch in the stomach, you know, because it was just right. like, wow, you know, this, I, I, no, it's I, real. I, I've had a conversation with this person. I've been in the room with this person. I've sat and gone to this person's shows. I've, you know, I've interacted with this person. This well, isn't some. Um, real. It's not a statistic anymore. Right. So, you know? when I hear all of those numbers, when they're always saying numbers, I'm thinking, you mean souls, families, because each one of those numbers, there's somebody devastated and upset. Each one of those numbers has affected somebody greatly, you know? Yeah. No, of course. Numbers are an abstract. Things don't become real. This will not become real to the flyover states and to his base, you know, until they start seeing it. Right now, it's still an act. Listen, we were kind of the same way, too. We saw what was going on in China, and it was awful. But you're like, well, I'm not fucking going to Wuhan, so who cares? You know? And then it starts moving to other cities. And then suddenly it's like, I've been to Italy. I've been to Italy. Yeah. That's a beautiful city. Oh, I've been to Barcelona. Oh. Oh, shit. It's in, my friend's in London. I've been to London. I understand. And everyone knows what New York looks like. And, right. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it, it, that's what it, but yeah, I just started, I read this article and went, yeah, these are people who are, you know, they're homeless. I usually work at a, a soup kitchen every week because I'm a saint and because I like to steal the food because it's really good. And yeah. I get the ice cream sandwiches. Every week I say, I'm not going to take all of them. Had I known. And I'm not going today because, you know, I, I see all I have to self-quarantine. But, you know, these right. are people who, on a good day, are fucking living a horrible life. Where are they supposed to self-quarantine if they can't Listen, step? My mother is the head of the feeding ministry for her church, and she still goes. And she's 79, and I fight with her about leaving. She's in Richmond. She was like, these are the most vulnerable people. I need to make sure they eat. So she doesn't well, interact anymore because they're not letting them come into the dining room anymore. They, they're no, making the meals to go. But she's there cooking that food, and she goes still on Mondays to the food bank where they go and get all of the food for the church. And she's like, this is the time when you have to help the the most vulnerable people. Where if we don't feed them, they're not going to eat. 
I know. I normally go. I just am not going today because I'm still quarantined. Yeah, you have to self quarantine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is that it's very easy to say all these people with their little uh, banners on Facebook work at home, shelter at home. What if you don't have a fucking home? What if your home is the shelter? What you if know? your home? What if what if the place is like these kids who went to school? That was their safe place because their home is not a safe place. You know, right, I think about exactly. that too. There are a lot of people whose school was the safe place because home wasn't a safe place. And you know? a lot of kids in New York City. I just found out that one of my college students. Um, you know, we're trying to do as much as we can online. It's difficult. We're doing what we can. And he said, you know, hey, um, I don't have uh, access to internet because I live in a shelter. Okay. Wow. Okay. So a lot of New York City kids, more than there should be, live in shelters, right? So how are they supposed to get their fucking internet to go online? Well, weren't they? Well, wasn't the thing that they were giving out? You just had to go on and do the application online. They were giving out Wi-Fi enabled iPads. That that was happening. That yeah, I do. But know. you have to have, No, no, no. They're not giving out Wi-Fi enabled iPads. I have phones. Well, whatever it is, that still it it can get you everything that you need, and you can get online. Right. Sometimes we all listen. We're all having to make do. This is some unprecedented shit. Like nothing's going to be perfect. You know what I mean? I think you just gotta. Sometimes you gotta take that sliver and make that shit work. No, no, no. I'm talking about children. I'm talking about a child who doesn't have. You can't expect a child. Where are they supposed to pick up the Wi-Fi? Is there some place where there's no internet? And so the phones are enabled with okay. well, capability to get online. <laughs> they are. Okay. You, okay. I read you just the have to go. You just, you just have to go online. And they. Were, I, I got those things, and I don't even have kids. If you don't have Wi-Fi at home, you need a Wi-Fi. You need Wi-Fi enabled device. Fill this out. All right. Well, like I said, well, hopefully that is getting sorted. I mean, the school, the whole school. All right. Tell, say something amusing. Let's think of something amusing that's going on. Uh, well, all of the celebrities are now giving you, and DJs are giving you live concerts at home so that everybody can be. First of all, the first night of D-Nice was great, and I think his music has been great. But the fact oh, that that even yeah. turned into some weird celebrity shit where it's like, Janet Jackson's here, Oprah's here, it's like, so everybody's at home in the same boat, and motherfuckers are still writing stories and worried about jazz. Jazz. Oh, wait, right. can we talk about something shady, bitch? Uh, what well, happened I'm to Ebony? What to happened to? Wait, hold on. What happened to Ebony dot com? Because suddenly it's gone. Quietly during you know, the pandemic. Did they go out of business a long time ago? No, bitch. They were still around. That's the thing. And Uh-oh. suddenly, Ebony dot com is gone. That's been going around. All the black kids are like. Hmm, is the, are y'all waiting for this pandemic to finally pull the plug and sneakily go away? I got my check before they went on the same thing. I got out of there. Well, I mean, I'm sorry, did you? Oh, I've waited, wait, hold on. You got a check from Ebony. What were you? What did you do for Ebony? Oh, excuse me. Uh, hello, I am Amy Winden. <laughs> I write uh-huh. blacks. You know that. I know that, but they weren't paying nobody. So what check no, did you get I from Ebony? Years ago, I read the last thing I wrote from it was a review of the Amy Winehouse uh, movie. So that's how long ago it was. And I got uh, I'm like, bitch, I'm talking about presently. You're coming up with no, fucking. No, no, no. I said back then. 2010. No, I got my, I got, you know, I'm saying I stopped writing for them when they stopped paying, basically. 
That was the end of that when they switched ownership. No, yeah, the celebrity. De- look, what do you think about all of the at home DJs? What do you think about all of the at home DJ moments and the, the virtual it's party? Kind of the and, yeah, it's and fun. now like the online concerts. <laughs> well, I mean, look, I mean, we're entering a whole new paradigm. This might be going right. on for months. People still want to be entertained. Um, yes. Do is an online concert ever going to replace it? No. It, is it democratizing everything? Yes, and that's very interesting. It's great to see D-Nice play, right? It was great to see Premiere. After the third DJ jumped on or the fourth DJ jumped on and is going, it's like, uh, I don't need to say, hey, I see you out there on the ground. Hey, I see you. <laughs> I'm like, why don't you see me? I'm there. Right. Right. I'm there, and I met you when you were 17. Why don't you see me, d So I'm glad. Look, it's glad, but this is also not for nothing, bringing out everyone's narcissism. Do I need to see the chick who was Wonder Woman singing Imagine? Do I ever need to hear Imagine ever me, again? Uh, worst song ever. It's the I want, no, it, right? the celebrity, what the world needs now. First of all, I don't, that, you I already don't know, for a person who spent the majority of my career working with celebrities, I'm not really, I don't care about celebrity, celebrity like, style. at all. At, uh, oh, my God. You know, I hate that expression. I know. That's what okay. I, I hate, I'm a celebrity stylist. I'm like, as opposed to what? <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? I, I'm, a celebrity, I'm a celebrity makeup artist. Like, oh, okay, who'd you right. do? The girl from Love and Hip Hop Paraguay. But um, right. I just think this. What the world needs now is a bunch of celebrities singing to them. And I'm like, actually, no, we don't. We don't. Yeah, don't no one that. gives a shit. As you're, really sitting in, I lo- like, as you're sitting in your palatial mansion, be like, it's really complicated. <laughs> so complicated. Well, look, they're going through it. They're going through stuff as well. And I'm not just Everybody, and that's my point. Everybody is. So no, I don't give a fuck about you guys singing Imagine. We're all, no, this no, is no, a great no. equalizer. The great equalizer. No, I don't need it. Send a check. And also the fact that you can be like <laughs> and get Cardi B has something great. I posted it today where she's basically like, if you can be like <laughs> and not feel sick and not have any symptoms but get a private doctor to come in and get you a test, then that's one test that somebody who is really sick, who doesn't have the insurance, can't get. So it's it's becoming I want everyone to be tested. Obviously, I want us all to self-quarantine. I want us all to be safe and flatten the curve and stay the fuck off the streets. But once again, it's like celebrity coronavirus seems to be more important than just regular. Let's focus on the nurses. Let's focus on these people who are literally giving their lives, not. Let's uh, focus on the person who really needs our help and attention right now, which is Joe Exotic, because Joe All right, we, this is, gonna be, is my is, spirit I'm sorry, animal. I'm not getting it. No, I'm not. I'm sorry. You know, I'm I want that hair. I just, that I think, hair. I, th- I think everybody in that show is bat shit crazy. <laughs> They're all crazy. Well, I will say all that of I them. Just found out today that that. He, that's not his real singing voice, and that was disappointing to me. No, it's not voice. his real singing voice at all. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, have you watched the I, whole thing yet? I'm three quarters. I know the story because I read the Vanity Fair story. No, but I, I mean, have that, you seen all the shit like when when he's singing at the funeral? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. That was great. Where How? And, and, yeah, that was like. No, this is like. Look, we all enjoy the <laughs> Okay, we all enjoy the woodwork. Weeks and out come the freaks. 
especially sitting with trapped in a house. It's just perfect timing. Also interesting, the guy that started Area, the club Area, is his first film. And it's interesting that he started out doing a film about he's a conservationist. So that was his thing. And then it just sort of unfolded. It's like, holy crap, what's going on? But the, And the animals eating animals freaked me out because I'm a vegetarian. And I don't want to see that. Um, uh-huh. But it is a shit show. It's the perfect show for a pandemic. It's a mm-hmm. shit show, and he's crazy, and um, he's yeah. absolutely crazy. No, and it's I just every I'm always like, you know what? And that's and that's Trump's face right there. He's crazy. Madonna and her. Madonna, somebody needs to take Madonna's phone. Please take Madonna's phone. That's all I can say. <laughs> take Madonna's yeah. phone. Well, that's. I feel like one of her kids needs to be like, bitch, give me that phone. You're well, done. It, it, if I posted myself in a bathtub, my children would be, my child would have been more. My son used to get upset when I would wear low-cut jeans, okay? Um, my child would be, like, mortified and petition the courts that go live with his father if I had told some shit like that. But, yeah, that's But then it's, like, sometimes the shit that she's saying, it's like, shut up. No one wants to hear from you. Just go away. Right. I want to see in a bathtub talking about coronavirus is Anthony Fauci. End of story. That's it. That's <laughs> and I don't even want to see him in a bathtub. Not a bathtub and anywhere. He's been wearing his clothes. I thought you'll see now. It's interesting you say that because Anthony Fauci has obviously been around for decades. He was a leading AIDS researcher. He's very important. One of the reasons we yeah. have the treatments for HIV. And a friend of mine posted, a gay guy, and he posted, you know, the gays could be having a little crush on him. It wouldn't be, you know, he's a lifesaver. The guy walks the walk, you know what I mean? So, yay, Anthony Fauci. He's not my dream man, but I do enjoy, I enjoy him. I enjoy the fact that, like, pushy Italians are having their moment right now. You know, I'm a and milk food site, there's no milk. Yeah. No milk. And while there's no milk? No. There's no gallons I, of milk. I would also like to thank uh, Dua Lipa for oh. dropping a really dreamy, fun, 80s-inspired album to give me some energy wow. during these times. I put it on, and I've just been dancing around my house, yeah, you know? Yeah, it's a great record. A little bit of joy and sunshine in all of this. Yeah, it's a great record. Um, you know, there is a lot of music. I mean, it's like I said, it's going to upend everything. I watch movies now. I was watching some movies, and, and the opening credits, where me and Julio are down by the schoolyard and I'm seeing <laughs> Corona. I heard the word Corona. I'm like, ah! and I threw myself on the ground. So let's also thank good thoughts to the people of Corona Queens, who I'm sure are being targeted, and the Corona Ice King of Corona. Which oh, and even out. worse, all of the poor new. Because have you been seeing that all of the news people, like you know, clearly they're doing their own hair and makeup. And, you know, this 4K HD is not kind to doing your own hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. There have been some people okay. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> you look different. I am expecting in the mail any day now something that I have not done in 25 years, and that is box dye. And box dye <laughs> is like smoking sativa for a pothead. Box dye for a girl that dies. And so, I mean, I'm going to do it because my roots look crazy. And I'm, even though no one is going to see me, it will just make me feel better about myself. But I have not used box dye. Can I just say <sighs> that you are probably my 
749th female friend yeah. <laughs> this week that has said to me, well, one, when all of this was happening with the beauty supplies, so I bought like 18 boxes of dye so I can do my roots. Yeah. Another one was oh, like, yeah. I just ordered all of this shit for my beauty site, for my hair, all of my dye, and I'm doing my roots. Yeah. So everybody's yeah. having the... Oh no. no, 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 I will die. <laughs> even if, even being home quarantined, motherfuckers are like, I'm not looking at my hair gray. I'm oh, dying my roots. You have to get your little, it's the reason why we're craving food that I've never been interested in in my life. I'm like, oh, hair doodles. I've never had one. I wonder what they taste like. No, you have to make this. I mean, look, all joking aside, this is horrible, horrible, horrible. If you're not able to make yourself look remotely present. I've given up on everything else. I mean, everything right. else, but the, right. the, the hair. I have I have very good hair. I have Hungarian hair, and it's mm -hmm. very good. And mm -hmm. if I can't you do have good hair. Them, yeah, you do. I do have good hair, right? And mm -hmm. if I can't yeah. stand next to people, and if I can't think bad thoughts about people, let my hair look good. No, you're and like, can I at least look at myself in the mirror and not be fucking mad? Right. Oh, yeah, you want to give right. a shout-out. Yeah, I want to give a shout-out. I want to give a shout-out. To Elena and Jemai, who are two of my favorite former students. I was their teacher for three years, and they found me on the interweb, and they were like, Miss Lee, we're listening to your podcast. And I was like, huh. And they're like, all right, I'm not your teacher anymore. <laughs> Knock yourselves out, girl. So they specifically <laughs> asked me to shout them out. So Elena and Jemai, who are wonderful, and they're great students and good people, so Yay for them. Um, and I'm not even going to talk about Megan McCain because I don't give a well, fuck about her anymore. And I want to give a shout out to my friend Joshua who is in the hospital. Oh, and yes. he got doing? the latest results from his bone marrow uh, oh, biopsy. Tell me good news. Tell me good news. And it appears that there are no traces of leukemia <gasps> in his body. Oh, it's a Christmas miracle. Yay. It's a Christmas miracle. And, you know, so he's still in the hospital. You know, now he's just got to get his other counts up. But that's a looking right. good thing. And, you know, right now with this pandemic, he couldn't come out anyway. But things are looking up for him. He's 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 oh, been strong. So we love Joshua. He's been fighting the yeah. good fight. And I love him. And I just want him safe. So that, to me, was a ray of hope in all of oh, this. No, shit, man. no, that's against all odds kind of stuff. That's good. It's good to end, you know, kind of on a good note like that. And I look forward to meeting him when this is all over. And hopefully I won't have to buy two boxes of box dye. And anything else right. that we've <laughs> Well, that's it. Listen, guys, we're gonna maybe we'll come to you a little often. We'll see how this works. You know, we're gonna see yeah. how this. It, it, you know, we're gonna see how it works, and maybe we'll try to do something weekly. We'll we'll check in with you guys. Thank you, thank you, Peter and Ryan. Thank follow you. Listening Party Presents. Follow go to Listening Party Presents their website. Follow Listening Party Presents on 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 Instagram. Follow it's us. It's follow us at I'm gonna let you finish in Y on Instagram. Follow us on Finish. Finish Ima on Twitter. Follow our Facebook page where we're active all day, every day. You can reach us. You can all talk day, to us. We're over I'm just posting stuff. I've become Facebook for Garrett Haig from MSNBC, who I think is mm -hmm. great, like, liked something I wrote, and I'm on Cloud mm -hmm. 9 right now, so I'm just Well, the thing, you know, I saw when Jim Farber was talking on there, I was like, you know, I'm obsessed with Jim Farber. I was like, oh, my God, oh, Jim, well, Jim Farber. Jim is a friend of mine. We will have to, because Jim is the best, and he will be very excited that someone is obsessed with him, because even music critics, we don't get the same level of obsession that other people do. Oh, no, I love Jim Farber. I love him. 
Well, and I want to. I also want to send condolences to my best friend Fred, who lost his mom yeah. during during this pandemic. But he's being really strong. So send lots of love and strength to the Jackson clan. I miss you. But, I miss you. I miss you. I miss you. I miss you too. I miss sitting across and us having our fun, and I miss our studio. You know, downtown. I, I just. Studio. You know, I really do. I miss that home moment. So I can't wait, We're guys, because. Though. And the next time we're there, we're going to invite a bunch of you to come down. It's going to be a celebration and a party. So we'll probably see you sometime next week. And toodles for now. Later. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years' experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Long Shots Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.